Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to it on a Thursday, one-on-one, 92.7 The Ticket. I am DP. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us on a Thursday for this hour of sports radio. Of course, of course the folks from Mary Elm's Food for the Soul had dinner last night. Uh, had the the hot buttered wings, uh, yes, and, and, and the brisket and the collard greens and the mac and cheese. Uh, and then I was, we had a little meeting for an event that's coming up that we'll announce probably later this week with uh, with with Charles Phillips, something we're going to do at Mary Ellen's, September seventh, September seventh, that evening we're going to do is have a pretty exceptional evening down at Mary Ellen's, in their uh, in their event room. Looking forward to that. But um, yeah, the food was exceptional, as always. Thank you, Charles, for what you do. This hour brought to you by the folks from Ambition Electric. Joe Davis and company, uh, making sure that we can have Barry Thompson on each week for the hour so we can kind of feed our souls and uh, have a better grasp of what's going on in this space. Breaking news before we get to Barry Thompson. Nebraska Athletics announces that the Nebraska women's basketball team will tip off its 2022-23 regular season schedule by taking on Omaha at Pinnacle Bank Arena Monday, November 7th. The game between the Huskers and the Mavs expect to tip off at noon. Noon. There'll be a prep rally that morning. Um, you can do that. Uh, last season, uh, the pep rally uh, welcomed more than 1,500 middle middle grade uh, students from nearby 30 school districts across the state of Nebraska. The event, which has been co-sponsored, uh, School Hall of Fame, features positive messages from Husker student-athletes, coaches, and athletic administrators. That's November 7th, noon. Huskers women's basketball tips off against Omaha. How about that? How about that? We in business. We have a schedule. We can make it happen. We can make it happen. Looking forward to it after a successful season last year. Let's see what they do with, you know, you got returning five returning starters. Five returning starters from a team that made it to the tournament. So, lock that down. Put it in Sharpie, November 7th, noon. It's time. It's time. <laughs> Feed me. Feed me. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the 
trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Yes. Yes. It's time. Let's bring him in. Courtesy Ambition Electric, Joe Davis and Company. This is Barry Thompson, Fairfax Football Academy. BT, what what's up? happening with you, what Barry up, Thompson? BT? What's happening with you, Barry Thompson, my QB? What's good, brother? It's, it's all it's all good on the wood. Hey, man. Football season, man. Yeah, you, how about that? <laughs> how about that? Because it was, it was like we're just – you ready for this? We're just a few weeks from the Hall of Fame game. That's right. Yeah. Like, we're just a few weeks from the Hall of Fame game. It, it is on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thrilled for this. It's that time, right? So this year, I don't know. I don't know what 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 whether you're interested or not, Barry Thompson. But it appears that there's a team called the Las Vegas Raiders who will play in the Hall of Fame game. There we go. <laughs> right where they belong. You know, they and with the Thanksgiving, they always have Detroit and uh, who else plays? Yeah, Detroit right. and the Bears or something like that. Right. Hall of Fame game, in my mind, should be the Las Vegas, the Raiders versus whoever comes. I, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not even mad at you. I'm not even. I'm like, I'm not even mad at that. Uh, that is an August fourth kickoff. Between the yep. Raiders and Jaguars, so we're just we're just weeks away from having football, and then you know, look, the Huskers go to camp next week. So TikTok, babe. Right. So this this week, right, Barry? Think. Let's let's go through it. That you've done all the offseason programming, reprogramming, right? That, that that's fair to say. That's what what the off season should be, right? It's an, uh, some people call it off season. You call it improvement season. I love that. Absolutely. Um, but what what should have been accomplished? Let's talk about Casey Thompson for a second. Yeah. What should have been accomplished with Casey Thompson as the quarterback of this football team going into to this this week where they get to recharge and reboot? What should have happened for a new quarterback in a big-time program? Yeah, with, with all the fanfare, he should have put a chokehold on the position. Yeah. And, I mean, that, that should have been his mindset coming in. Um, you, you compare and contrast, you know, when Joe Burroughs had to leave, not to, but when Joe left Ohio State, he went down to LSU and he put a chokehold on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever that is, I think I was talking to, I think uh, Jay was asking me, I thought it was a pretty good question. Um, you know, what – or maybe been Rico, like what happens with these guys? They're in one place and they go another place and they're splashing. And what I said to him, I said, it's, it's sometimes you got to consider that it's a situation that makes them. So as good as they are, they're at one situation, they think that's good enough, and then they learn that it's not, and they get determined that that's never going to happen to me again. I'm not going to be in a competitive situation again. It's, it's going to be mine. I'm going to take it over. I'm going to do everything I need to do, I'm going to do things I didn't do, and I'm going to find out things that I didn't know I need to do, but I'm going to do them. And so that's what should have been accomplished. And that's what you'd want out of any Nebraska quarterback heading into 
a, a season, an improvement season where it's not really clear. You want one of them to step up and say, no, this is mine, that I'm going to do this. I'm going to help Nebraska win. I'm going to be the guy. I'm going to be the leader. I'm going to know everything I need to know, and I'm going to execute it on a daily basis. That's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, but, so Barry, here's the thing. So if you come from Texas, right, mm-hmm. uh, highly coveted, um, highly recruited to come to Lincoln, Nebraska, um, and then in a space where your family – knows about the Nebraska program from the Oklahoma perspective. Dad dad was a part of this rivalry. He understands it um, and, and everything else. If you're Casey Thompson and you've had 30 touchdowns, nine interceptions in, your, in, the, in the two, the, you know, the season and a half that you played in, what is the personal expectation for a quarterback? Uh, is it based on wins? Is it based on production is it based on efficiency effectiveness what's the priority what is priority one for casey thompson as he spends the week getting ready for for camp all of it everything you just said yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean they, they all go hand in hand you want production you want efficiency you want leadership right you 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 want to win and so it's yeah you can separate them out you know if you use tweezers but that is the job description right for somebody who's going to be the guy right it is he he has all that and he does it on a consistent you know a consistent enough basis nobody's perfect you know you're going to throw a pick you're going to miss a read you're going to you know whatever it is you know but but it's consistent enough in all of those areas that you know you say this is the guy how important is it for the quarterback to be on your board of direction He, he he has to be. He's the he's the the weather vane, the canary. You know, he's he's setting the course. I mean, ideally, that's the case. Not all quarterbacks are like that. And teams they get their personalities from different areas uh, of the locker room at times. Um, but there's no question at that position, you still have to you still have to to, to really lead a team. You have to meet those minimum requirements. Uh, you may not be the guy who, with a stare, can you know kind of tighten somebody up. Maybe there's somebody else on the team that does that. But you still have to have the leadership capability. You still you, you have to be a guy they can count on, the guy they believe in. Uh, we talked about this before. All of it adds up to what you want with a quarterback at a minimum is you want him to be the type of player in person that players want to play with, and then. If you're lucky, you get the type of guy that players want to play for. Mm -hmm. So until that first standard's met, you you don't really have everything that you need. You know, and and that that is made up of the leadership, the execution, the efficiency. There's so many judgment points at the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. I'm just working with some young guys today, and we just, just before we got on with you, there was a little blitz look. Right. And, you know, in that blitz look, there were there were there were answers for them, but they didn't. They're still at the point where they're just kind of remembering stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's answers for them. And as I'm explaining the answers and how to get to them. Right. That's it was a lot of information Now we're going to fill it and make sure they get it right. But 
then once that opens up for him, there was still some judgment for him. So there were two easy, you know, kind of hot routes for him, but there was a deeper route that was a free access route. So then, you know, how does he use the judgment? Does he just take the easy thing or does he, you know, how does he stand in there for a little bit longer to get the deeper throw? And when does he do it? You know, so, and, and, and at quarterback position, if he goes for the deeper one, it's incomplete. Everybody's yelling, hey, go, why don't you throw here? Mm-hmm. You, you got me? Or if he throws there, there's a pattern that broke up in the middle, and they said, why don't you throw that guy? Well, he has to know how to get to that guy. In this case, he, he had a protection issue in his face. He was really protected from behind. So as a young guy, he's got to understand, hey, just take a step or two toward the protected side. That increases the distance the defender needs to run. That'll give time for the shallow to clear. Now, you know, this is a sophomore quarterback, right? <laughs> right, 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 uh, right. right. And, we're not talk- and we're not talking down this is time and score. Yeah. Because if we talk that, maybe it's, it's third and long, and he has to figure out a way to get to the free access longer route, which is another discussion. It's right? all, and he has to know when to when when to do that. So um, there's a lot involved in that position, and that's why there's so many so few guys who do it really well. And the work and the 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 commitment to being that type of quarterback that's something that's just not for everybody. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's depth. There's so much depth to it because... You're talking about a Nebraska team where Scott Frost likes to have hands on uh, the scheme, the, the the play calling, et cetera, has, has, has spoken to how this is going to work. Mark Whipple was brought in to literally change the offense and change – uh, some of the tendencies of 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 this of this football team, and then Mickey Joseph, who is the passing game coordinator, right? And then beneath that, there's Casey Thompson taking input from three strong, independent thinking, different thinking, offensive minds. How do you get to a place where it's one voice, one one sound? We hope that those three had long, deep philosophical discussions. Mm -hmm. And out of those discussions, not only came an agreement, but agreement as to who was going to speak. Mm -hmm. Out of those three, who had the authority to coach the offense? That you can give titles. I I think I've mentioned this before. But in this coaching thing, you can give Mm -hmm. titles all over the place. You can give salaries, and you can have hierarchies and charts and everything else. But who in that group has the authority to coach that football team? And, and that is extremely important because uh, that person will set the tone and direction for what's going to happen. If it gets diffused, it gets confused. And that's not what you want on the football field. So hopefully they worked that out, got a place by the lake or got on a fishing boat or in a hotel room and, had some adult beverages and 
drew on napkins and charts and talked and they've known each other through somebody. Hopefully that's worked out. Uh, one of the things that on the sidelines that I noticed a lot, quarterback just naturally gets a lot of chirping in his ear. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, that was good. Or, you know, just a lot of stuff. And the quarterback has to learn over time what to politely block out, listen to, acknowledge, but, you know, not let it sink in and what to pay attention to. That task is made easier. And that's why, if anybody ever wondered, that's why a lot of times you'll see in the pros that quarterback will go to the bench and he won't be around anybody. He needs a little bit of time to collect his thoughts. He doesn't necessarily need to stay focused on his task. Um, and, and you can see quite the opposite of that on many, many sidelines. And <laughs> we're talking to Barry Thompson of Fairfax Football Academy, and this was, I, I smiled as you, were, as you were breaking it down because it, it took me back to So we can identify a good coaching staff by its ability to communicate in, in under duress and a bad coaching staff by its inability to, to communicate at the highest level, efficient level, under duress. So Barry and I were on, this, on, on, on a coaching staff, and he was the quarterback's coach, uh, was, was the offensive coordinator, but there was a head coach who wanted that responsibility rather than the work that was attached to it. So Barry and I would get together, and we would game plan, and we knew how we wanted to attack, what their weaknesses were, uh, but we had a head coach who would – he actually said this to us, and Barry can verify it. He said, I don't want you guys talking to me during the game because you confuse me. I can only think to myself. I can't hear you and then call a play. And it happens way too often on bad teams, on bad coaching staffs. Yeah. And so Barry and I, would we, we get on page so that we could communicate with our players because we had to train them all week. And the other part of it was Barry and I would work together all week long on a game plan scheme and otherwise. The head coach never once sat in with me and Barry to go over what we were teaching our <laughs> skill position players. And then on game day, he would call plays with the wrong personnel on the field and go, well, why didn't that work? Well, you, 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 you ran a set with, with two receivers. We need three. Oh, why didn't you tell me? Well, you told me not to tell you. <laughs> Barry, is all of that true or not? You're making my stomach hurt. <laughs> You're making my stomach hurt. I came on here, I was all happy. thing <laughs> in my stomach. Yeah, no, it, it can happen. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of things that can kind of lead to dysfunction. Um, you know, there's a couple of, of teams where I got involved in and, and they were wing T teams. And just to tell you, you know, nothing about wing T, you know, I, it, it, it's, you know, I, I'm not cracking it, but from what we do, mm-hmm. both in both instances, guys wanted to be able to throw the ball. Well, I'll take you a step lower. So uh, I was at one school and they brought me in because they just wanted to pass a little bit more. And it was fine. It was never going to be five wide. I understood that. So I start, you know, taking the receivers and start running them through stuff. And then we get into a team thing. I thought I taught everybody. And it would look like not as quite as good as it should have been. And then it took me about two times of doing that. And I realized I never had all the receivers because of the way team, the way it functions, right? Those wings that you're going to ask them to run. And since the run is a priority, those guys are over there while you're quote, on the practice sheet, you know, doing stuff for the passing game. So I, 
said to the coach, I said, I need these guys. I need those two guys. If, we're, if you're serious about this, I need those those guys over here when we're doing that stuff. And it took a while, like, to get it, you know. And then, uh, so there's a lot of things that can lead to dysfunction, least of which, you know, the, the communication between coaches. But it works best. Football works best when you have total alignment. Right, total alignment where everybody agrees uh, which direction it's headed, and everybody's pushing in that direction. Uh, it works. It's less. Than, it's suboptimal when you don't have that. <laughs> well, yeah, like there's so many simple things that get missed. Yeah, <laughs> right. That and yeah. my, and my my this I, I as I look towards Nebraska's season as they go to camp. One of the things that stands out to me is going to be this: the person whose voice is loudest and 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 Casey Thompson's head controls the success of Nebraska's offense, right? And yeah. that that can be that can be the guy playing behind him, or the guy competing right. with him. That can be the receivers. That can yeah. be the offensive line that's in front of him, right? That could be yeah. the offensive coordinator, or it could be the passing coordinator, or it could be the head coach, <laughs> right? Like, like, like but Barry, right? Like, I come on. I know, I know, I know. You, you, I, listen. I'm hoping for all the Nebraska fans out there because they want this and they deserve this. Your support, your loyalty, the way that you, and forever in a day, have supported that team. It is my hope that there's one voice on his head and it's telling him exactly how to operate and setting the expectations for everybody behind him to operate the same way. Because you, it is tough to really value how important it is just to be able to move the chains on a consistent basis. That is, get, like literally get a first down. It, it, it's only 10 yards, but, man, is it tough when you're inconsistent in some areas. And so if you have a decision maker, a couple guys who can catch the ball, uh, maybe one or two guys who can do something with the ball after they catch it, run the ball, play some sound defense, you got a competitive team. And, you know, competitive teams start to build confidence. And that they start to glue together even tighter. And those type of teams are teams that wind up beating the so-called talented team on paper. Mm -hmm. all right, everybody out there, raise your hand. If you've ever had a team that had all the talent in the world or seen a team or cheered for a team, and that team didn't do exactly what you thought they were capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And the reason for it, is they were probably knocked off by a bunch of guys who were just you didn't even know the names of. They weren't that spectacular, but they beat the squad that you were looking at. That's how it gets done. And these leadership positions, backer, safety, um, you know, uh, quarterback, those things that involve, you know, right up the middle, you have leadership in that position, in those positions, Man, you got a chance to go win some football games. You really do. That, that's good. That's the hope, and that's why I wanted to talk about it. We'll go. To, we'll throw it to break. But when we come back, we'll talk about the things that Casey Thompson is going to need around him. We'll talk about 
what he what he wants from three receivers, two receivers and three receivers on the field, and then maybe some protection talk. As a quarterback yourself, what you need and want and demand around you so that you can do your job at its highest level. That's Barry Thompson. We'll be right back to one-on-one. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.